If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you aren't listening, find us on social media at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hello, everybody. It is Rob here with a bonus episode of the Eurotrip Podcast. Is it a bonus episode of the Eurotrip Podcast or is it a bonus episode of Malfest Monday? I will let you decide over the next half an hour or so. I hope you're well. We promised you three episodes this week, and here I am with episode number three, and it is a really, really exciting one. I'm not going to hang around for too long, because I think this interview talks for itself. I have literally, at the point at which I'm talking to you, just got off a brilliant call with the show producer of Melody Festival in 2024, and she has been the show producer for Mello for the last few years. It is the brilliant Karin Gunnarsson. Now, Karin is busy preparing for that first heat in Malmö on Saturday, but she gave me half an hour to chat to her and ask her everything about this year's Mellow, the Mellow process in general, how she picks the songs. But we also had a brilliant chat all about Loreen, Eurovision 2023, how Loreen in Melody Festival and happened in the first place last year. And also, as you will hear, a tattoo. There is so much fun stuff in this. If you are a Mellow fan, this is for you. If you are a Eurovision fan, this is for you. Let us know what you think of it. Please do get in touch at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We're there as well, of course. You can send us an email, hello at eurotrippodcast.com. 
And if you love this interview, feel free to send us a couple of quid. You can do that at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Eurotrip podcast. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this. This is my chat with the show producer of Melody Festival in 2024, the brilliant Karin Gunnarsson. Karin Gunnarsson, welcome back to the Eurotrip. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me back. Karin, we were just chatting, weren't we? I think the last time we had you on the podcast was around Christmas in 2021. So before you'd started your role as, as show producer at Melody Festival, and but of course you've been working on Mellow for a long time before that. But it's safe to say that since that conversation, things have gone very, very well in Melody Festival and, and for Sweden, of course, at Eurovision too. So you, you must reflect on your time so far very fondly. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting and exciting and and very very successful. Yes, uh, and also a bit dramatic with the pandemic and everything. So, yeah, I'm very I'm very blessed and pleased and happy. <laughs> the, the, there's obviously so much to talk to you about, which we will try and squeeze into to quite a short amount of time. But obviously, we are talking on the eve of Mellow 2024. So how excited are you to finally see the acts, of course, that you have been working with since probably early 2023, really, to see them start taking to the stage and start in, in Malmö this weekend? Uh, uh, I'm, so, I'm so excited. We have such a great team and we have such great songs and artists this year. Uh, I, I, I sometimes compare... Melody Festival and with with like a pregnant pregnancy, <laughs> different phases and they all have a function. <laughs> but now we're in the the last trimester here. Let's just get this show on the road. It has to come out, and we'll see and the and and let the audience and the listeners and viewers take part in everything that we have been working on and creating, uh, yeah, at the office and rehearsing it. You know, you just want to make, I, I just want to see it come alive. To, to use your words then, is this your favourite trimester in, in the life cycle of, of a Melody Festival? And because you finally get to see, as you said, the acts on stage, you finally get to see everything coming to fruition. Or is this the most nerve wracking trimester? Uh, this is the most nerve wracking, I think. Uh because every every phase has its um, like it's so exciting to start off like in 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 April uh, you know you have then you have a result which artists and songs did very well uh, what new songs and artists are like interested in being in the following year I mean it's you have all these conversations meetings I mean it's the build up. Uh, and then you know you just have to excite people to start creating songs and then all of a sudden you have a bunch of demos you can listen to and you can feedback uh, so I mean every every phase has its its function and, and excitement about it uh, but of course and, and now we are I mean finally the artists will stand on stage they, they get to perform uh, the audience gets to hear the songs uh, they can be played on radio, streamed. I mean, this is this is nerve wracking. Some somebody 
will win and yeah and many will leave the competition it doesn't mean that you have lost i think being a part of mellow is is you win something even though you might not get to the final or win it uh, so, but but of course, this is this is nerve wracking. <laughs> I love all the songs. <laughs> I love all the artists. <laughs> the, uh, the the thing that mu- that might surprise people the most is, is that you you mentioned there you start working on the following year in in April. You said so. That's even before even before that year's winner of Melody Festival and has represented Sweden at Eurovision, you will already be looking ahead to to the following year. So what are you doing in April? What are the jobs that are happening in April? Well, actually, you know, I start working on the following year already in maybe in December when I have all, when all, when after the press conference, when everything is, is official, I mean, then I have a bunch of songs and artists that didn't make it that year that I keep up a conversation with. Like, all right, you didn't you didn't get to be a part of Mellow this year, but because of this and that, uh, but the song is still interesting. You are still interesting. Let's just keep yeah the conversation going. So actually, I work. I work. Uh, all year around but in in april um then i start to have meetings uh, like you said i don't we don't have a result but still uh, when 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 mellow is over we do have a, a momentum because uh, often melody festival and songs and artists do really really well here in sweden uh, so that's like a momentum I want to uh, embrace uh, to to show people or artists that maybe they are reluctant about being a part of Mellow. You can always like, look, this is this is uh, some this can be you next year. <laughs> so I have to take that momentum and and and, and how do you say, uh, yeah, embrace that and use that as a as a. Uh, argument when I when in meetings so but still I mean it's early but then time flies <laughs> you, you you must get so much satisfaction when you are listening to to the radio you know you're sitting at home or in the car or wherever and it's March April May time pretty much every song that comes on you must go yeah yeah, I, I not I made this happen, but kind of I made this happen because you gave them and that song the showcase that has meant that it is as popular as it is. Yeah, it is. It is. I I I, I find it so. Um, I get so happy to just to hear them on the radio. To uh, I mean, attend different. It can be a sport sports event, and all of a sudden, you know, they play a, a song from Mellow as this, you know, pep song in the beginning, or whatever. just to see the impact that it has on people's lives. That that is uh, a great feeling. Uh, kids are so happy. Uh, I mean, yeah, it. it I, I love to hear the Mellow songs on the radio or, or see them do so well on Spotify or, yeah. <laughs> it's it's always funny where where mellow songs 
crop up where they appear because I was looking at social media this week and there was an episode of uh, Love Island All Stars here in the UK and uh, one of the songs they used was uh, Cassia Pierce's song from 2022. I can't get enough. Oh, so cool. Even, even two years on in a completely different <gasps> country, those songs still have another life. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. <laughs> ah, she's such a she's such a star, Cassiopeia. Really, really glad to have her back in the competition this year. Yeah, there's, as there's an a... artist. <laughs> indeed, indeed, and I'll ask you about both of those things in a moment, um, and and obviously the class of of twenty twenty four as well. But Karin, when you are having the discussions and when you are talking to artists and record labels and and all of those other discussions you're having. What are the what what are the criteria you are looking at for artists to take part in Melody Festival and how much of it is about the song? How much of it is about them? Um, I mean, everything starts with a song, but then you also need to have an artist who can uh, um, who can uh, manage to sing it and get through the screen uh, and also on that add and a performance that just enhances the song is that the word yeah 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 that makes sense yeah, because because it's 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 the song it's the artist and it's the performance that competes um but i am looking for strong hit songs that can be competitive with all all the other songs that are hit music in Sweden, um, both local and the music coming from abroad. Um, so what what are people interested in in hearing? what's the what's the what's the mood what's the mode what's the genre that it's that's popular right now because I want, the music from mellow to be competitive and to live long after the show is over. Um, so you need a direct impact, but also growers. Um, and you need artists that are familiar faces to the audience, but also uh, new, new faces that people can discover and uh, so it's um, it's it's um, it's a process because um, and and as this process proceeds, like in May, June, July, when I get more songs sent to me, when I have more um, meetings, I mean, some 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 artists might be kind of reluctant but then they think about it and then they get back to me yeah I'm really really interested okay uh, but I have to take all that I have to take all that in uh, and be positive and and I mean yeah not not jump to decisions or, or conclusions too fast uh, but strong songs and an, uh, an output uh interest i mean sometimes an artist is really really famous and familiar but they maybe they have competed in mellow before then the the 
not the difficulty, but the um, challenge is to find a song that is strong enough to live up to all those expectations. Um, so it's it's uh, different conversations with, with different artists and, and, and people all the time. And and I suppose just to, to lift the curtain in the whole selection process, what proportion of songs do you get submitted without an artist? What proportion of songs do you get that are song and artist, here's the package, this is what we'd want? And how often do you get an artist wanting to do it without a song? And, and you kind of have to play, you have to play matchmaker a little bit in the in the background. Um, well, the amount of songs uh, without a specific artist, I think that's like the, uh, that's what I get the most. Um, and then it's a, a package <laughs> that it's <laughs> done and done and dusted. And, uh, and, and then it's the third category, uh, uh, artist wants to be in mellow really, really badly, but hasn't really found the song yet. No, but when we close the, uh, the page where you submit the songs, uh, my goal is to have as many, um, um, as many packages <laughs> done by then that's why i i put in so much effort on in the spring and during the summer to just sort things out because i know that when this when we close the submission and i have to listen through everything and go to the jury process and after the jury process i have a whole I mean, there are so many people waiting for me to, I mean, wh who will come, who will be in the competition? Wh what will we do? Um, uh, yeah, all the other people I'm working with around, <laughs> they need something to work with. <laughs> and if I'm not done, they can start. So um, what I mean is uh, I don't, I have time in, in October and November, but uh, to find a song and an artist to be like an A&R and put together. Uh, I don't have that much time to do that, but maybe three, three or four uh, songs each year, maybe I, I, I can put together, put together. afterwards. Like, yeah. a, like, a, like, as I said, like a matchmaker. Yeah, like a matchmaker. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and it's um, that's really, really uh, something I enjoy very much. Um, but I also don't have that much time because even though something seems to be like, oh, this is this artist and this song. Well, it's a match and you're welcome. There's still going to be um, then they have to finish the songs because all the songs I, I receive are demos uh, and maybe they want to twist a little bit with the lyrics or with, yeah, with something. So every song is a process. Um, and sometimes that, even though it's uh, on, on forehand looks like it's not going to be a problem. There's always going to be a, a bumpy road. <laughs> 
if we we cast our minds back just a little bit to to mellow 2023 and i have to ask given everything you've just said and feel free to tell me or not to tell me but in which in which category then did Lorene come to you in 2023 because 11 years obviously since she'd won the contest previously since she'd won mellow and then went gone on to win to win eurovision she always said when we were talking to her last year, it was about the song and it was the song that had brought her back. Did you have the song and no Lorene or did you have Lorene and no song? And did you have to put them together? How, how did that work? Um, uh, I, I, I heard the song and uh, all I could think about was this is such a Lorene song. So when she heard it, she just felt that this that was her song <laughs> and, and did 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 she hear it because of you um well well yes um i had uh, because the the songwriters and i had a conversation going uh, and i i i know lorian but not that well uh, i worked with her a little bit in in 18 but uh uh, I do know her, but it was someone else who played it to her. <laughs> and, and, you know, you mentioned that you know her not not well, but you must have had an inkling that she was at least interested in in returning to, to Mello and, and potentially to, to Eurovision. Because for so long, that would have seemed like something that just, just wouldn't have happened, especially, obviously, since her, her return to Mello in, in 2017. I think everybody thought she'd closed the book on that. So when, when did you first get it, get inklings that actually that might not be the case? No, but like, just like you said, uh, if the song existed, then I, I had a feeling that she would not be able to say no, but she is such a creator. She's such an artist. She, she's such a, She's such an incredible person. Um, so, um, I mean, I, 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 I just, I just saw and heard everything. For me, it was like a hand in glove. But um, I mean, yeah, I, I hope that she would feel the same. <laughs> Were you nervous that she might say no, given how much you thought? it could go well and how you know how beautifully the the song and and Lorene could could go together were you nervous that she might listen and go actually it's a great song but it's not for me yeah absolutely the idea I mean... that the, the idea now that we could have had tattoo in mellow 2023 without Lorene I mean that that could could have happened right <gasps> Uh, or maybe it would just be a song that had been saved for one, another year and uh it would have gone for one more try but like with with all artists and and songwriters and in this uh, putting everything together you need you need to speak to different artists in different ways and know who to talk to maybe if i'm asking it's not the right way maybe it's better if this person asks or if i talk to this person and do, so it's it's uh, it's also it's like a, a it's strategy 
awesome. This, yeah, it's 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 so complicated, and I think a lot of people who obviously watch Mellow tune in on a Saturday, they just don't realise the level of complexity and everything that goes on. Last last two very quick questions on Arun, because obviously we have to talk about twenty twenty four. Um, the 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 first of which being, what was it like when you knew that Lorene was coming back, but nobody else knew? What was that like to keep a secret? And when did you and when did you know? When did I know? Uh, in October, I think some late October. Uh, I think everything was like a yeah. Every everyone was happy and. Um, uh, because she also had, uh, I mean, she's she wanted to work with the song and do it. Uh, yeah, she, she wanted to live with it and you know to to go in and work on the song. And um, uh, but yeah, it was in October, I think late October. Now it was, uh, I mean, a great feeling. But still, this is this is mellow, and and twenty twenty three was. Uh, it was a good year uh, and you never know, you never know until you know <laughs> what's it going to be like uh, because uh, returning to Mello and you have one Eurovision, of course, that also uh, comes with a lot of, of pressure uh, and will the, uh, how will the audience react? And I mean, uh, uh, I know what she has done for Eurovision. I know what an impact she has on the Eurovision, not 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 just only the Eurovision community. Uh, she has branched well beyond that with Euphoria. Uh, but it, it, is it gonna is it gonna work all the way? <laughs> will how will people react? Like you don't know. You don't know until you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I promised the last question on, on 2023 in Lorene and we can talk about 2024 after that. But what what was that night like in, in Liverpool? Oh, it was... God, I, oh, I, my heart is racing now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, or actually this... I wasn't I wasn't that nervous really on the, on the grand finale that, that evening. I was I was quite confident. Uh, so actually I was the most nervous when I got home and I watched the show the the um, when all the votes was delivered and, and then I re and when I saw it from that perspective I was like oh my god it was so so exciting <laughs> but on that evening when it finally was uh, all I mean it was we won it uh, it was such a joy, such a uh, I, yeah. I was so happy. I was and so proud of, of her and and of the team working so hard with the the production and everything. It was uh, it was a wonderful. I will never ever forget. Uh, I will never ever forget that. And I, I actually I did a um, I have a, a tattoo here. <laughs> a, ta a tattoo of tattoo. <laughs> uh, I actually I did this two weeks before Liverpool. <laughs> That's very presumptive. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got it. 
A crystal ball. Yeah. yeah. So you predicted uh, it, you predicted it would happen, and it did. And I thought to myself, this this gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But still, I can't jinx it. So I did it. I didn't tell anyone. And all the time in Liverpool, I always wore a long sleeve. Uh, so at the breakfast on Sunday, the, the yeah the day after, then I had a short sleeve on, and I came over to uh, Thomas Gerson, and I showed him because I had I had told him if we win, I'm gonna do this crystal ball yeah tattoo, uh, and I showed it to him, and I was like, whoa, look, and he was like, oh my god, when we were because we hung out like all night and morning, and he was just like, when did you have time to do that? And I was like, no, I did that two weeks ago. And he just, oh, no, you're so cold. How could you do that? And and he was also so happy I hadn't told anyone. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. If if we if we hadn't won, it would still be a um, a great story. And uh, and it, it the whole the whole the whole journey with I mean, it was I mean. It, I, I would not regret it, but I mean, now when everything went the way it did. <laughs> uh, um, so it was wonderful, wonderful evening. Memory I will never forget. Uh, and, and now the search starts for, for the eighth win. How, how, does, how does that change things, actually? Does it change your job that you are hosting obviously Sweden as a nation you are picking the host representative does that change what you have been looking for in in the songs for Mello this year or is your job the same you are still just looking for the most competitive song possible yeah, I'm, I'm still looking for our, our next winner the, the ambition is to do it again nothing nothing less uh, and to find the to find our next winner um but it, it has meant so much for the swedish industry and for songwriters and for the, the people of sweden that we did one that we did win and uh, so the vibe has been very positive i thought maybe it would be like a hungover and uh, artists would not want to compete songwriters would think oh we're not going to win again blah 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 and it would be a tough a tougher season for me but not at all not at all the vibe is so so positive there's so many people um, working creatively writing music artists that has I mean it has more been like a uh uh, the it, it uh, ignition no it's like a just a, a something moving forward uh, and um, also the power of uh, Eurovision that of course winning is is fantastic and uh, but still if you're in the top 10 in Eurovision you can still have a hit song around the world and it is such a great platform and 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 with with Moneskin and uh, Sunrider and everything has happened, also with the uh, snap. The I mean, what did it? It ended like in six, seven, eight. I don't know. Um, really, um, but... um, um, unbelievable numbers. Yeah. yeah. 
it's still it's it can be a hit song so i think that has been something that has been very positive for me in my position uh, because it's like i mean you're kind of selling something <laughs> convincing people that this is a good thing this is a great thing to be a part of uh, the impact you make on people's lives and the, the, the things it can do for your career um so uh it's been a it's been a, a very positive year uh it was hard finding the 30 songs two more songs this year um or it wasn't hard it was rather hard to make decisions along the way uh because there were so many great things to choose from <laughs> A uh, an important question that my co-host James, who spoke to you last time a few years ago, wanted me to ask, and I think this is something that you spoke about with him at the time. Are we calling them semi-finals or are we calling them heats? Uh, it's up to I you. Wanna... You need Let, let's make a decision. <laughs> I want to call them hits. <laughs> yeah, we'll call them heats. Yeah. Okay. Heats. Heats. It's right. We've decided it's heats. Uh, it's he because now we don't because it's heats and it's then then it was the semi-final heat and then it was the the final. Now it's only heats. So we've just got heats and we've got a final. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> okay. that's the most logical thing. Yes. It, uh, we don't have much time left. So in as little time as possible, can you please explain to us what will happen in that fifth heat? So... Obviously, we have our first and second places that have gone mm -hmm. direct to the final, as always. Yes. What mm -hmm. is different this year? Remind everyone. Uh, the different, the 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 new thing this year is that uh, the songs and artists who has placed themselves on in third or fourth place in the previous heats, uh, they will all come to Karlstad. And we will have a, a, a 30 minute show with everyone attending. And then you have a new voting procedure because 10 finalists are, are decided, but we still need two more songs to go to the, to the, to the final. So you have 10 songs uh, in this little, um, it's not little, uh, <laughs> half hour show where you get to vote again and you, you get to see uh, and hear the songs again. They will not perform them live. Uh, it will be a, a, a recap that's, um, yeah, not, not a short re recap. It's a, it's a longer recap and you get to meet them, talk to them, and then the voting is on again. And, and are the votes that they've already received carried over? Yes, but they are, are um, transformed into uh, points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That was very well explained. And Karin, I know you are so busy. Of course, you, you are at the time that we're talking, preparing for that first heat, as we now know that we're calling it in, in Malmö. Obviously the perfect place for the first heat this year. How excited are you for for the next six weeks, and how how much are you looking forward to to crowning that that debut uh, mellow winner? You know, not necessarily a debutant to the contest, maybe, but but they'll be winning for the first time. Um, I mean, um, I'm super excited. 
uh, every year is a new year with uh, new songs and artists. And this year is uh, a year filled with um, contenders that are in it to win it. Uh, so you will get to see and hear so many strong uh, songs and performances. Uh, so I'm just super excited to see is, is it going to be someone who has been close to winning earlier or is it going to be like one of these up and coming uh, like Cornelia kind of artists Cornelia wasn't that really that well known to the Swedish people before what will happen there and then in that live moment um, so I'm I'm super excited this is such an amazing season Karen that is the the perfect place to finish hopefully you'll have another tattoo maybe on your other arm by the time that we chat <laughs> by the time that we chat next yeah I hope so I hope so <laughs> Karen it has been brilliant thank you so much for, for chatting to us you are so busy and you are you are prepping for a, a very busy I was going to say prepping for a very busy Melfest season you've been prepping for a very busy Melfest season since well last I'm December done. I'm done prepping just let's get this show on the road <laughs> Karen thank you so much for joining us thank you Rob such a pleasure when you aren't listening find us on social media at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So there she was, Karin Gunnison, the show producer for Melody Festival in 2024. So nice to catch up with her. We had quite a long conversation after I pressed stop on that recording as well, actually. She was asking me who my favourites are in Mellow this year. She was asking if I'm going along to watch the show. And we also agreed to meet up in Malmö for Eurovision 2024. Uh, she said, I'll see you there. So apparently we're going to have a catch up there. We also had a bit of a chat about my wedding. She was asking all about that. So yeah, a lovely, lovely person. And I wish Karen and the rest of the SVT team all of the best of luck for everything that is going to happen in Mellow over the next few weeks. And who knows, maybe, as I said there, Karin can get another tattoo after Sweden secure their eighth Eurovision victory. What a brilliant story that was, all about the tattoo that Karin got a couple of weeks before Eurovision. Thankfully, it worked out for Karin, didn't it? Might have been a bit embarrassing if uh, if Carrier and Finland had, had emerged victorious in the end, but that is not what happened. And, of course, we now know it is all roads to Malmö, it's all roads to Malmö for Eurovision, but it is all roads to Malmö for this weekend, of course. The first heat of Melody Festivalen taking place this weekend. And we now know, of course, that we are calling them heats as well. And don't forget, James will be back with you with some more brilliant guests to recap all of the action and to preview heat number two when he returns for the next episode of Melfest Monday in this podcast feed on Monday so don't go anywhere don't miss it make sure that you tune into that once that episode drops first thing on monday morning but for now though it is time for me to say goodbye thank you very much for tuning in thank you to karin gunnison again for her time 
And if you loved what you heard, do get in touch with us. I'd love to know your thoughts on some of the stuff she said there because there was some great stuff. You can do that over on socials. So Instagram and Twitter, we are at Eurotrip Podcast. We're on TikTok as well. If you head over to our TikTok and our Instagram, you might see Karen showing me her tattoo because that was a fab moment from the interview. And also, if you want to send us an email, hello at eurotrippodcast.com. You can rate and review us wherever you're listening. And don't forget for our exclusive stories, head over to eurotrippodcast.com. But in the meantime, enjoy Melody Festivalen, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.